Welcome to Desert Island Events, the event industry's creative podcast in which we talk to event professionals about their dream event. I'm your host, Narmin Cameron, and this season of the podcast is sponsored by Event Site Design. Today, I have joining me on the island, Sarah Zarivach, event executive at ECI Partners, LLP. Thank you for joining us and welcome to the show, Sarah. Thank you. It's so great to be here. Well, thank you. Um, so first of all, just give us a little brief um, introduction to what you do. Great. Uh, so I'm Sarah. I, I'm a corporate event prof and marketer. So I work in the private equity industry um, and I run all sorts of B2B events for our portfolio, for the advisor community and, of course, our investors. And um yeah, I've been in the events industry kind of full time for, I guess, three ish years. I kind of lost track, to be honest. Um, but I've done a lot of all sorts of different kind of other events before in my previous roles. And I used to be a PA and an EA. Um, and I'm based in London, which I love. <laughs> Amazing. So, um, yes, fellow Londoner. Um, let's go straight into the reason why we are here. So, what would be your dream event? Good questions. You know, I was thinking long and hard about this and about, you know, what we all need right now. And personally, what I think that is, is an all-inclusive summer retreat. So I'm sort of, you know, I'm on the edge of whether it's a festival or whether it's just, you know, complete relaxation kind of time but so basically it's, it's a holiday masked as an event some might say um which to be honest I think all event professionals uh, well and everyone need right now um and I guess what I'm sort of thinking is something along the lines of a kind of two-day experience um or maybe even one and a half you know going from a lunchtime right through to the evening of, of the following day um well, maybe lunchtime the day after even like a nice brunch. And really, it's an opportunity for people to kind of meet new people, but also take a time to, you know, recharge and also learn a few things um, that you might not have done or learned about over the last few years or, or, you know, just a chance to be inspired by new things, really. Um, Yeah, at least that's the aim. (laughs) (laughs) No, that does sound really good. And yeah, I think we are all in need of a holiday. So at the time of recording this, um, it's just before Christmas 2021. And obviously, uh, the the C word, not the Christmas C word, the other C word (laughs) is quite hot right now. Mm. Um, So yes, a a nice little all inclusive little holiday would be great. And again, it's also winter right now. It's very cold. So Mm thinking of the summer and thinking of you know things like life returning would be really really lovely so um you said it'd be like a day and a half two days but most importantly where are we going first of all but you know what I'm I'm so I'm picturing somewhere in my head but I've absolutely no idea where that place is so I haven't been there before I'm sort of thinking it's probably something like Mauritius let's be honest um (laughs) because uh let's face it we're not going to have any budget here as in the budget is limitless um so let's go all out so I'm thinking you know somewhere like Mauritius the only thing is that um I've never been to Mauritius so I've no idea whether this is actually what it's like but in my head this is what it's like um so you know I'm thinking you know we've really got a load of beach vibes um really nice kind of hotel that we'd be hosting the event in um 
I'd hope it would be some kind of sustainable hotel as well um because I think that's really important and I think that's you know where we're going with the industry and, and just in general um where the world is going so yeah I think somewhere in that neck of the woods um is the goal plus you know I would quite like to get back on a plane and I'm sure many other people would too so let's go for it (laughs) yeah absolutely I mean I've been doing quite a bit of flying recently um and I just can't wait I just just love it so much maybe I'll book another like impromptu trip if I can um so good are you what the, the one question is though do you sleep on planes I do actually, um, but that's not actually necessarily a good thing. I went on a fam trip to Switzerland and we flew with Swiss Airlines and they hand out Swiss chocolate on the plane and found this out in advance and I was really, really excited for it. Yeah. Um, But we were flying like really early in the morning to the point where it was like, I had to get a train at 5am to get to Heathrow because I'm on the other side of London so on the plane, I fell asleep before we even took off. So yeah. I got no chocolate. Oh, gutted. I know, I know. And then on the way back, um, same thing. I fell asleep. I mean, it was like the afternoon, the early evening. <laughs> fell asleep again. Um, this time, they handed out chocolate and little water bottles. So oh. I woke up and the little water bottles they put in the pouch in front of our seat. Oh. Didn't do that with the chocolate, though. Oh, gutted. Oh, they probably thought, oh, we'll take that. I guess she doesn't want it. I guess I guess she's allergic or something. She's asleep. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll keep that from her. Oh. Yeah. So being Do able you know to sleep on a plane is great unless, you know, it means you miss out on chocolate. Well, do you know what? I am actually also a plane sleeper. And I know that's that, you know, some people just don't understand that. But I actually, if I don't fall asleep before landing, uh, before takeoff, sorry, I, I think, you know, something's not quite right. Like normally I'm asleep before it lands and I wake up as it lands. Um, excuse me. I I fall asleep before the plane takes off yeah. and then I wake up, usually just as it's landing. And and if I don't, if that doesn't happen, I do usually get a bit surprised and a bit paranoid that I'm, I'm lacking on sleep because I rely on that time in my like busy schedule to, you know, sleep. But I know a lot of other people don't feel that way about sleeping on planes, but... I think that's a big part of this event, you know, because I sort of think that, you know, if you can also get a bit of a snooze before you before you land in the kind of Mauritius um, or wherever I'm planning this is, but I think it's in Mauritius, um, then, you know, you're even more energised the minute you arrive um, and you're ready to go for even more relaxation. <laughs> oh, absolutely. I think it definitely gives you that bit of like recharge no matter how short the flight is and believe me I've slept on a 45 minute flight as well mm-hmm. um, it's definitely a nice way to recharge and with you know the flight time going all the way to Mauritius I imagine it's good time to catch up on some snooze and mm. get ready for when you land yeah oh and, and watch some and watch some good films and stuff as well you know because I'm so you know what I was sort of thinking you know are, are there you know this is meant to be kind of a bit of a retreat and I was sort of thinking to myself you know are we going to have any kind of devices allowed of devices going to be banned like I don't really like the idea of banning devices like that feels a bit harsh but you know maybe that is your last chance on the plane to really watch tv and stuff because you're about to just you know completely detox and be immersed into this kind of relaxing nurturing creative inspirational environment um 
So maybe actually, maybe the plane would be your last chance. I don't know. I feel bad for all the people that would really like to just catch on a load of TV, but maybe there'll be like a TV room or a film room or something, a screening room. Yeah, but I also think like if you're going on like a two day trip to Mauritius, are you really going to spend it watching TV? That's true. Yeah, no, you're right. <laughs> going all the way there, like obviously, I I also agree with the whole like we shouldn't have to take people's devices away from them. Mm. Like we're all adults, obviously, you can encourage them to be more present in the moment, but. Um, I don't think anyone's really going to be like sat there watching <laughs> Netflix on their phone. I'd hope not. That would mean, that'd, that'd mean that they don't like the event and that and that would be like, oh no, I wouldn't need a feedback survey for that, would I? That would be a, that would be a you've well and truly failed. <laughs> no, absolutely. I mean, I understand like messages, emails, but Netflix on your phone whilst at an event? No, can do it. No, no. Cool. So, um, obviously, getting a nice little plane there, having an app, um, and arriving. So now, talk us through the actual event. What's going to happen? Sure. So I'm thinking that when you arrive, um, you're, you're sort of you're greeted at the airport, and you know it's a very kind of luxury experience, let's say, or what you would just expect from an event. So you know your bags are all taken for you. Um, you've got you know some you've got some sort of champagne prosecco on arrival but you've also got a whole range of mocktails and things like that um because i think this is an opportunity for you to really sort of detox and and just be immersed in sort of a a more kind of i don't know organic environment let's say um so maybe there's also juices and things like that for on arrival and then sort of as you go in i'm sort of imagining sort of a a white kind of carpet that kind of instead of a red carpet you know let's make it white because it's all like nice and beachy and everything and that takes you into sort of um a sort of sustainable event venue which has loads of different areas to it so there's sort of you know as I'm kind of touched on before this kind of educational area perhaps there's a small stage where there'll be like fireside chats things like that um and there'll be a sort of creative area where if you want to um you know push yourself out of your comfort zone or just get fully immersed into all things creative you know maybe there's painting things like that sort of activities to help you meet people um I think that would be another area of it um and then I think there'd also be a zone I've called it connections I'm not sure if that's quite the word I'm looking for but sort of an opportunity where you know if you really really want to just meet loads of people while you're there that's where you go but then equally, there's a separate space, which is much more of a quiet space, which sort of suits, you know, people like me who are much more introverted, um, who actually at times would just like to be a little bit further away from people, take those breaks before then going back into the other zones um, and fully immersing themselves in there. Um, so I think those would be the kind of four zones, let's say. And I, I guess we'd probably kick off with a... Um, with the keynote kind of speech I don't quite know who that would be um just yet I haven't really thought that far ahead but I would be sort of on a I'm sort of imagining like an amphitheater kind of vibe to the like an this would all be outdoors um so kind of like an amphitheater vibe um which would like kick off the event and introduce people to different zones um and and yeah, I think it would just be sort of all sorts of different things going on. So it'd be kind of like a festival, but also like a really nice holiday. And also an event at the same, just, you know, an educational event at the same time. 
I'm going big here. Yeah, that sounds fantastic. Okay, so what were the names of the four zones? So we've got connection. Okay. Yeah, we've got connection. There's like an education zone. I haven't really got a great name for that yet. Um, we'll call it connection for now. Yeah. Um, so there's connection. Then there's the kind of educational section where there'll be like the fireside chats, maybe a couple of TED talks, things like that. Um, and then there'll be like a creativity. So during the day, the the this next zone would be called like a creativity kind of zone. But then by night, it would be like, you know, where the party is. If you really want to party during this retreat, you know, if you feel like you've, you know, you really need to get that out of your system, then absolutely. Or immerse yourself into that. I think that's where you'd go. Um, and then there'd be also like a sort of a quiet recharge kind of zone, which is much more about, you know, the bean bags, the kind of the the deck chairs um and that area would feel much more like a spa I think (laughs) take me there now (laughs) no that all sounds wonderful so with the education zone you said potentially like some TED talks some speakers fireside chats is there anyone that you'd love to see um and what topics would you like to see covered Absolutely. So I was thinking it would be really great to hear from a whole range of speakers, to be honest. I think um, the first one that comes to mind is David Attenborough, um, because there's just, well, firstly, his voice is just so soothing. It just feels like the perfect kind of voice to have around the retreat, you know, um, and around this event. Um, So I think we'd hear from him. And that would both be on kind of an, um, from a, from an animal kind of perspective and nature kind of perspective. But also I actually think it'd be quite good to ask him to also feature again later in the event and potentially do like a kind of story time type thing later in the evening, which would be, you know, just, I don't know, something to be quite peaceful and relaxing. Um, So I think he would be good. And then I'd also like to get a couple of athletes in um, to someone I actually used in a, a previous role, actually, was Jamal Hill. He's um, a, an American uh, Paralympic swimmer. And he was really interesting, actually. Um, and I think, uh, personally, I'd love to see him, you know, speak a lot more. I haven't really seen him speak at other UK events that much. But um, I'd be really intrigued to have him along to talk about his story and you know, talk about resilience and things like that. Because I think we all need some kind of reminders to help us grow in those areas of our lives. Um, and and I'd also like to maybe get Jessica Ennis Hill in. Um just because, you know, the sport that she does is just incredible. And I just think there's so much you can learn from that. And potentially, you know, these fireside chats could also potentially turn into workshops where you can learn from them as well. So, um, you know, maybe there is sort of swimming with Jamal and, and you know, some sort of athletics. But, but you know, not too hardcore. You know, <laughs> this is still meant to be a treat. So, you know, we say there's all these things. And for the people that are really, you know, skilled in those areas, they can absolutely do 150 laps of the pool. Maybe that's not that much. I don't know. I'm terrible at swimming, so I wouldn't know. Maybe but... that's their idea of relaxation. Yeah, maybe it is. For me, that's my absolute idea of hell. I'd probably sound, <laughs> and not if you're joking. Um, but um, I think it'd be cool for you to people to have the opportunity to actually have those one-to-one or small group experiences with them. Um as a way to kind of learn more about themselves, learn more, learn more from them as people, and and just enjoy themselves and do something a bit different. Um, yeah, 
so there's some of the few I did also um think about maybe bringing in a comedian um but I couldn't quite put my finger on who I'd want to to bring um I don't know I always find comedians are so difficult aren't they to work out you know who's the right person to bring to your event um but also I'd probably bring in a magician or two because you know what magic as some people give magic a, a bad name but I actually think it really adds it's a great way of uh, you know starting conversation and just have, doing something a bit different um so I think probably some kind of magician as well because you know we all need a bit of sparkle and surprise in our lives <laughs> yeah no absolutely I completely agree and yeah I've never known um that there were so many magicians until lockdown oh. happened. I did not know that. I like no. knew as many magicians as I knew event people. And I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> I know. In the future, I'm never going to think, oh, no, there's no magicians left for me to choose from for an event. There's all, There's got to be one out there. Yeah. I think what really opened my eyes was when I was on Clubhouse and there was just a room just full of music. music uh, full When I was on Clubhouse and there was a room full of magicians. And I was like, these are all UK-based magicians for events. How did that, like... There's so many of them. I know. I know. Where have they been hiding? Maybe they've been doing like, have they been doing like, I don't even know. What have they been doing? Where have we seen them? That's crazy. Oh, I don't know. Oh, but yeah, yeah, I always think they're, they're really good. And although I think people might have got a bit bored of them for the pandemic, I'm sure they'll have conjured up some new some new tricks between now and this event. Um, and if not, we can ask them to bespoke some for us, um, you know, to make things more different and interesting and exciting absolutely okay so the on the flip side to that we had the rest and relaxation area Mm -hmm. talk me through some of the elements that you're going to have in that so I think the first thing which is an absolute must is both massage chairs and the opportunity to have a massage because you know some people might like to chat while having a massage but other people will just want the pure relaxation and I think but that would also extend to having um, massage workshops. So I don't know if you had this, but when I was at school, we had this opportunity in our like PE classes one term to have like a, I don't know, like a extracurricular PE, let's say, class that was all about learning how to, you know, massage to do to do massage to like help you relieve like pains in your muscles and things like that um and I must admit I never did it because at the time it was quite expensive and understandably my parents were like you're doing plenty of other things outside of school you don't need that which you know I completely get but looking back I sort of think oh that would have actually been kind of interesting and I don't really know why they offered it to be honest but you know Big brands and major promoters trust event site design to create floor plans, site maps, and 3D visuals in technical detail and stunning design. With on-site topographical surveying and GPS markouts, you'll never be left thinking, will it fit? And combining their CAD expertise and decades of boots on the ground experience, they have created the industry's only dedicated online course teaching event professionals how to create their own amazing looking CAD plans. So if you're an organiser needing expert support visualising your event plans, or if you're looking to upskill to do it yourself, event site design can help. 
here we are now. Um, <laughs> but I, I always think it's quite good to know sort of how to massage, you know, if you know if you've just like lifted something a bit heavy, but you don't, you know, you don't need a full appointment or something like that. I think something like that is quite nice. So that's a sort of activity type things I'm thinking about in this area. But I think there'd also be like a, a small library as well, or like a book swap if people wanted to come in and, you know, read a book or a magazine and share it with others. Um, and I think it would be, there'd be some really kind of calm music. Like imagine you're at a spa. That's the kind of vibe I'm going for there. Um, it would be very kind of quiet and, and chilled out and there'd be space to sort of, I don't know, space to have time to yourself, but also space where you can have quiet time with others. Um, and yeah, I think that would just be kind of um, a space that people could go to if they need a bit of a break um, during the day because there's quite a lot of stuff going on. Um, or if you just need five minutes because you're just so exhausted from swimming with Jamal. I mean, I, I'd probably end up sleeping there. But um, yeah, I think that would be quite a nice space. And I'm sort of imagining that to sort of have some kind of curtains that kind of flow in the wind and, and you know, that kind of thing just to, I don't know, feel a bit calmer away from what I would describe as the party zone, which would be a full-on, like, glow stick experience. Although I think there'd be, like, some, uh, to us, I think it would probably be, like, a silent disco. Yeah. Because um, then you can, then it's more inclusive, right? You can you can have different types of music for different types of people. And it's always, I, do you know what I love about a silent disco? I haven't been to one for God knows how long, years. And last time was definitely a festival. Um, but what I love about it is that you're trying to guess what everyone else is listening to as well and see whether they're listening to the same thing as you. Um, I just think they're really inclusive and they're also not too intrusive noise-wise on other activities that are going on um, because you wouldn't want that to interrupt David Attenborough talking, would you? Like, just, it wouldn't, it wouldn't fly. So, um, yeah, I think you sort of have the two ends of the spectrum there from the quiet to the kind of party area. Um, and I definitely make sure, you know, there's some good karaoke going on in the party area and, you know, that kind of activity to keep people like fully engaged and having a great time. And yeah, I think it'd be really nice to have some some live bands perform as well. Um, but I, I haven't quite put my finger on who would be good for this yet. Um, so if you have any suggestions, feel free to let me know. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. And then I think more importantly, how big is this event going to be? Like how many guests do you imagine being here? Good question. So I'm thinking, you know, I, I don't want it to be too big. So I'm thinking between like 100 to 200. But because it's so such a large space, I want it to not feel like there's that many people there. But there's enough that you have a crowd so that there, if there is, you know, these sort of TED Talks, the fireside chat, there's enough people that you're not by yourself, but equally... Um, you know, it's not so rammed that you, you know, you feel a bit claustrophobic and it doesn't feel that relaxing. Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I'm probably open to sort of, I don't know, 25 up age-wise. Um, yeah. I don't know, I don't really like to restrict these things, but I also think I don't really want there to be a lot of younger teenagers, put it that way. Um so definitely more towards the adult side, working definitely. adults. Absolutely, yeah, definitely. I think they're the, well. I think they're the ones that really need really need this. You know, they're the target audience. This is what they need. Um, yeah. 
that's going to be a lot to fit in as well as as well I know, so I, that's why I'm not sure. Uh, maybe we'll all need to re- go to the quiet zone afterwards and have a snooze. Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, that's my cat. That's all right. <laughs> um, so, going on from that, um, let's talk about food and drink. What are you offering at this event? Good question. So. In line with the kind of sustainability side of things, I think it would be really good to try and offer as much, as, as, excuse me, as part of the sustainability side of things, I think it'd be really great to have as much kind of uh, plant-based food as possible. Um, You know, I think it's, personally, I love attending events where, you know, that's really been taken into mind on the menu. Um, so I think it would be a sort of a range of food trucks, but not actually trucks because I don't really think that fits in with the kind of vibe of this kind of retreat, but I think food stations, let's say, um, mainly plant-based, but I'd want it to still be like a whole host of different things you can have. So, you know, earlier I was talking about the juices, things like that. I think it would still be great to have, um, sort of what some might call like dirty plant-based foods like so you still have your pizzas and your burgers and things like that if you want to uh, but you know that they're a lot healthier and they haven't got the meat the same meat consumption as, as you might normally have um and I, I think the only thing I would say is I do think sushi would be really good to have so I think that would be one of the ones we'd have to accept that isn't plant-based although have you tried the um the plant-based sushi I've never tried it but I keep seeing it advertised when I'm walking around London and one day I'm gonna have to bite the bullet and uh and get it yeah I've seen um like the whole like fake salmon but the problem is like I just love fish too much yeah. <laughs> Um, no. so I don't like I try it but it wouldn't it, it wouldn't do it for me no I know I'm the same I'm I'm so torn like if I want to get sushi I really want the fish I, I'm, I'm with you on that so I think yeah I think sushi would be the one where we have to accept that that's not going to be plant-based um but but I think that's okay you know we're still making steps in the right direction to making our events more sustainable um I so said there'd be a salad bar if, if <coughs> excuse me there'd be a salad bar if you uh, would like to have that kind of food I mean I think it's gonna be quite warm so you probably actually don't really want too many kind of burgers and pizzas but then probably more for the end of the night if you've been in the party zone the whole time um but I think those are really cool I think it'd be nice to have an afternoon tea area as well so basically this event while it's got some structure it's also quite relaxed so there are different activities going on but it, I want it to have a really relaxed kind of feel to it. So although there is a fixed agenda, I want people to be able to feel that they can move around freely and things aren't too set in stone, let's say, although technically they are. Um, also think um, there should be some great kind of sweet treat kind of stalls, you know, like cookie dough and, you know, like naked dough, the plant-based, I think it's vegan or plant-based cookie dough, yeah. things like that. Um, I think that would be cool. And... I mean, let's face it, I think as much as we try and not have so much caffeine in our lives, I do think a good coffee bar would be good. Um, Because, I mean, can we live without coffee? It's quite hard. (laughs) So I'm thinking like a coffee, excuse me, a coffee bar and also um, a sort of tea parlour, let's say, where you've got a whole menu of different teas you can choose from um, to really kind of 
cleanse your palette or just to try new things I think that would be really nice um and and yeah oh and obviously a really important one is the champagne tap there would be a champagne tap so you can just go and get champagne whenever you feel like it um because although I would kind of like this to be a bit of a detox I also want people to still have an amazing time and if you know I think you don't always need to just completely detox for everything um so I think that would be a really nice feature to have and I think that would sort of form part of a kind of photo wall like a flower wall photo wall kind of experience as well um because let's face it we all have to think about what event is the aesthetics of an event um that's a key feature of any event and the decor so I think that would be a good one um but kind of as I said from the sustainability side of things I'd want things to be all kind of locally uh, locally sourced um and in terms of how people would eat I think it would be a kind of very much a kind of communal eating kind of place it wouldn't be that you go to the sushi station and you just sit there like you could sit with everyone so it's very inclusive and um and yeah god I'm just thinking about all the things that I'd eat there now like when can I I'm like this? Really now yeah. <laughs> cool okay so then um like coming to the end of this event now is there anything that we haven't spoken about that you'd love to include with your event Mm, good question I think the only last thing I'd say is probably when we're thinking about kind of marketing it and and you know the experience the attendee experience from you know the minute they leave their house and or a home let's say until they get home back home again I think I just want the whole thing to be very kind of smooth but also good for the environment so you know we're encouraging public transport um and you know the invitations are all I think do you know what I actually think it would be nice to receive a uh, a paper invitation but maybe not paper maybe on something like something through the post um as opposed to email to make it stand out um but not necessarily on paper I don't quite know what that would be um but just you know thinking about the whole experience and not just that when we're at the event thinking about how we get there and and all of those side of things um yeah just to make it all sort of holistic you know think about it holistically rather than just at the event um I think on the way home maybe you'd get some confetti for when you come home actually you know what I think would be really cool is when you on when you are sort of coming back through the door we somehow arrange and don't ask me how we do this but there's some amazing creatives out there that will be able to create this um is that when you come home as you open the front door you get sprayed in confetti to be like yes you've made it back welcome home and like a nice <laughs> soft landing you know sometimes you come home you get off a flight and you just feel awful and you just get home you've got your suitcase and you just sort of slump down on the sofa and you think oh now I'm back to reality I think we should spice that up a bit um so you should you know, do that at the airport because like airports are just true all London airports when you're arriving are just really depressing that is very true actually maybe we should do it there yeah you're right we should do it there and then maybe someone to help you unpack your suitcase when you get home yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe that's not very good sustainability but uh, um yeah I think that's that's kind of uh, that's probably it um 
I'm feeling relaxed. Are you feeling relaxed? I'm feeling kind of I'm feeling you know, chill I'm and hungry. Relaxed. I'm feeling hungry. I'm feeling very hungry. Um, <laughs> Sorry. This has been an amazing event. Oh, I hope so. I hope so. I hope people would um, would want to come. I um, Oh, if not, I'd have a great time there. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have a great time. You'll find me by the food. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All the sushi. <laughs> yes. Oh, yes. Oh, well, thank you so much for sharing your dream event with us today, Sarah. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on the podcast. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And hopefully we can see you do this event soon. Oh, fingers crossed. I'm not sure it's quite going to work in my uh, private equity role, but, you know, (laughs) watch this space. Who knows? (laughs) Who knows? And if people want to get in contact with you, what's the best way to do so? Great question. Um, So they can contact me um, either on LinkedIn um, via, they can contact me via LinkedIn or on Instagram. My Instagram handle is Sarah Z Marketing Events, which is probably much easier than trying to find me on LinkedIn and spelling my surname. (laughs) (laughs) No worries. We will link all of this in the show notes. Well, once again, Thank you so much for joining us, Sarah. It's been an absolute pleasure. And thank you to everyone for listening. This has been Desert Island Events, sponsored by Event Site Design. Um, And don't forget, you can check out all previous episodes. And don't forget to subscribe and like on Spotify, Apple, and everywhere else. Thank you so much.